This episode of the Best Seats Podcast is brought to you by, well, you. To learn how you can support the show, go to thebestseats.com slash Patreon. Once there, you'll learn how you can get early access to shows, ad-free listening, the ability to submit questions, comments, concerns, and more. Once again, that's thebestseats.com slash Patreon. But enough of that. On to the show. What's up, everybody? Hello and welcome to the first ever episode 67, a very special episode of the Best Seats Podcast, the only podcast bringing you interviews with some of the most talented people in and around the Southern California hospitality industry from right here in Orange County to the rest of Southern California or beyond each and every episode. I'm your host, Crawford McCarthy, founder of The Best Seats. Thank you, as always, to my friend, Allie Coyle, who provides music for the show. You can find more of her work at AllieCoyleMusic.com. As a reminder, if you enjoy the show, please be sure to leave a rating, a review, or share it with some friends wherever you are listening to it, as it helps other folks discover it as well. You can go to thebestseats.com for more content just like this. And do not forget that if you support over on patreon.com forward slash thebestseats, you get early ad-free listening with a brand new release schedule, as well as access to the other Patreon exclusives. Most of those just got announced in the past two weeks, depending on when you are listening to this episode. But more of that later a uh, very special episode. Halloween is right around the corner. When I was thinking about who to reach out to, um, this is obviously, it's a hospitality industry podcast uh, focused on Southern California, but I always say beyond at the end of the intro because this is very much a beyond episode. Um, I was contacted anonymously by a guest and I didn't think it was real. They wanted to be on the show. They were coming out to the West Coast for some business. They heard about it. They have some business dealings in hospitality, but a lot of their business is a little kind of more convoluted and hard to find. But they told me that they could put aside a couple of minutes for a shorter episode, and I was not going to say no, uh, mainly because this guest is a very prominent individual, but also because, you know, I was a little scared of what would happen if I said no. And that is because my guest for this week is none other than the Clown Prince of Crime, all the way from Gotham City, the Joker. Um, I was contacted anonymously by representatives of his. He was out in the West Coast. I'm not really sure doing what, but we sat down for a couple minutes to kind of talk about what Halloween is like for him. Um, obviously, his paramour, Harley Quinn, which a lot of people are familiar with, and I'm sure some are even dressing up as, um, and basically just kind of what he does do in hospitality, how things have been in Gotham, and so on. So it's a shorter episode. Um, he was in a bit of a hurry. Kind of had to keep moving for some reasons. I'm not really sure why, but yeah, it's a fun one nonetheless. So um, again, a little different, but short and sweet and always good to get a good episode with a, um, a renowned guest. So let's jump right into it. And episode 67 of the Best Seats podcast. Boy, do I hope there will be a 68 following this. Happy Halloween to everybody, because my guest is none other than Gotham City's own Joker. Enjoy. Well, this should be a very interesting one. First and foremost, thank you so much for taking the time to sit down today. Um, this was an interview that obviously I've wanted to do out of sheer curiosity. This is a podcast that focuses on members of the hospitality community, but I know that you have your hands in, I don't want to call them fronts, but we'll say businesses that act 
in the place of other businesses um, all around Gotham, obviously, and kind of who knows where else. But since this is going to be a Halloween episode, I just wanted to take a moment. And while I don't think you need any introduction as we start every single episode, and I'm so excited to get into this, would you mind introducing yourself, giving a little bit of your background and kind of how you came to be and, and be on the show? Of course. First of all, thank you so much for having me on first and foremost. It's great to be here. Sunny California. Much better than Gotham this time of year. Goodness, the snow, the rain, the bat, everything else holding back from a great time. Love the holidays. The giving season, of course. My gifts might be different than yours, but who's to argue that they don't get excited when a little box shows up? Now, what's inside might be different, but we're not here to talk about that, are we? No, you want a background. Well, there's not much to tell. Small kid, good family, and now I'm here. Clown Prince of Crime, they say. I don't know who anointed that one. No one gave me a memo. <laughs> but it's good to be on a show. Goodness. Normally, no one wants to have me on their media things. They treat me like Dave Chappelle. <laughs> But here we are. So thank you and let's chat. Well, we'd be remiss if we didn't chat about the, obviously the holidays are approaching. Yes, at the time that we're recording this, uh, right before Halloween. That I have to imagine is a very big time of year for you. Obviously, you know, your paramour, Harley Quinn, the number one outfit of the year. There's going to be plenty of those wandering around Orange County, the rest of Southern California, and I'm sure everywhere else that is doing holiday parties. What is that like for you to see kind of your better half being emulated. And obviously there'll be a lot of people dressing up as you as well. There's always a lot of quote unquote jokers out there. Forgive the, the kind of bad pun, but you know, it's, it's a great time to kind of see yourself out there. What does that mean to you with holiday coming up? Well, a holiday like this, it's fun with any other. And of course, Harley's the number one thing that everybody wants to emulate. Uh, Harley, if you're listening to this, call me, baby. <laughs> as for the holiday itself, well, Halloween, <sighs> We've had many a good of those in Gotham, the long Halloween, so many remember. There's been countless others. Of course, it's a great time for all of us, you know, less popular individuals and denizens of the city. What with people like Croc always subjugated to the sewers with Grundy and the rest of them. They get to come out and play. So much potential on an evening. Uh, there definitely is a lot of potential. Obviously, this is going to be kind of, depending on where you lived, uh, COVID regulations were different around this time of year. Some places were fully open, some were not. I'm not sure how things were in Gotham with regards to the virus, but is there anything that you're looking forward to this year compared to last? We're still obviously kind of dealing with some of this aspects of this virus to kind of whatever degree people like to not imagine because there's a lot of real uh, threats still available with it and things like that, but it definitely has lessened compared to last year. Is there anything that you're particularly looking forward to with regards to kind of upcoming Halloween and being able to go out if you are going out, you know, obviously I'm, I'm not sure of your plans kind of given your different situations um, with, you know, the Batman and, and Gotham, but obviously you are here and not there. So what are your plans for Halloween? I mean, and, and is this one where you are going out and enjoying it? Shut down. We didn't really stop doing things. You should have seen the party they throw in Arkham. <laughs> oh, the asylum knows how to boogie. Let me tell you. But this year will be fun. We'll be out and about cruising and perusing and boozing and bombing. Well, maybe not the last part so much, but we'll see. It's going to be a blast.
As for Gotham, well, things were hard last year. You know, the city took it in droves, started pointing the finger everywhere. I got blamed for all of it initially, and then Scarecrow and everyone else. It was the only time we actually were innocent. <laughs> but now we're here. Now I don't know what I'll be up to. If I was home, I heard penguins having a thing at the Iceberg Lounge. Of course, I didn't get an invite. But that's neither here nor there. Anyway, Cobblepot, if you're listening... Text me, we need to talk. But I don't really have plans. Now, poor Harley, she's had such an up and down year with all those things going on, fighting a starfish or something. Someone put me in a tweet about that. I've no idea how it works. <laughs> I only hang out with things that tick and talk mostly, not so much tweet, if you catch my drift. But we don't have any real plans. I'm sure we'll go out and peruse and have some fun, but we haven't really settled on anything yet. Truth be told, we're just happy to be out and not have to get out of handcuffs first to do it. <laughs> well, you obviously seem like you're in great spirits, um, and obviously Gotham is a city that bounces back and has a, a very kind of storied history, and, and it's a stalwart city. It's one that definitely does not go down without a fight, and it has a lot of people that support it and uh, fight for it, as, as we've been told kind of here on the West Coast. But, you know, Halloween aside, you know, this is a hospitality podcast, I have to ask. You know, I mentioned it kind of at the front of the show. You're somebody who does have your hands in a couple different things. How are you staying busy when you're not um, busy, shall we put it? And that's it's, that's a knife you're holding now. Will you Is that like a prop? It's, it's, it's not a bloody prop. It's a real thing. I needed to sharpen it. It seemed like a good time. Don't worry about it. It's fine. Okay. No, you can just leave it there. That's fine. Okay. Well, it's funny you should ask. I've recently invested in a chain of wonderful, fast, casual type of things. I've heard good things about the market. I don't really know where they're going to go, but we're working on it, you know? Now, as far as what they are yet, I can't really share. We're not at liberty. Oh. I'm thinking salads to go, and Ivy will be growing it all so I can pluck it and take it from her. I don't know what she's going to think about it, but it should be fun. <laughs> it's supposed to be a slushy machine, too. I do love the little ones, you know? Nothing like a smile on a child's face. But that's all in Freeze's court right now. He's working on something when he's not worrying about that pesky wife of his. But once he finishes with her, he should be working on a wonderful machine that all the little children will be loving to get drinks from. So that, mixed with the food from Ivy, boy, it's going to be a blast. But the taste tests we've done have been phenomenal. Of course, we were only using Croc, as I mentioned earlier, and he's not very discerning. But, hey, if it fits in his gullets, I'm sure I can shove it down anyone's. <laughs> now, I did try to invest with that little man Cobblepot in the Iceberg Lounge. I'm surprised I never got the invitation because of it. Of course, he didn't want a dollar. I have no idea why he said no. Could be because they weren't exactly real. Sure, they were from a Monopoly board game, but it's money. <laughs> you find me one family who hasn't come to blows over Monopoly money. <laughs> but the market's coming back, you know? Gotham's fun. It's resilient, like you said. We're certainly not going anywhere. Not that some people aren't trying to make us. Well, it's time for a little commercial yeah if you listen to the best seats at all or read the content then you know the motto live well and often 
But what does it mean? In layman's terms, it's trying to give you the best products, places, experiences, and more so you can put a big smile on your face every single day. Amass Botanics is what I use on my back bar constantly if I need a cocktail or a quick pick-me-up. Any of their other botanical products, like candles, hand sanitizer, and more, also helps to set the mood. Now, I'm a big fan of everything that Amass does. I have been since day one when they launched their trademark gin, and everything they've done since then has been nothing short of excellent. Now you can get your hands on their products at a discounted rate by going to amass.com and using the discount code, the best seats 15, that's C E A T S, at checkout. Now it's limited one per customer, so make sure you load up. But trust me, you can't go wrong with anything they're doing. I stand by Amass 100%. They're one of my go to brands for spirits needs or anything around the house. So again, go to amass.com, that's A M A S S, and use the code, the best seats 15 at checkout. Trust me, you will not. Be disappointed. I don't know about you, but 2020 had me re-looking at how I live and the space that I live in. Spending so much time at home really had me reevaluating how certain things worked and didn't in my living space. One of the main things, as an avid home cook and an obvious supporter of restaurants, was gardening. Anybody who enjoys food at all will be able to tell you that something you've grown yourself will taste infinitely better than anything you can buy at a store. That's where Ashley Irene of Heirloom Potage comes in. Heirloom Potage designs, installs, and maintains seasonal culinary gardens for chefs and foodies in Orange County. They provide organic gardening methods and bespoke build-outs used to preserve the heirloom varietals that they'll provide for seeds. An approachable and exciting endeavor, no matter if you're a seasoned restaurateur or a stay-at-home chef. Owner Ashley Irene's experience, expertise, and enthusiasm is only matched by her professionalism. For more information on how you can set up a consultation to get your own culinary garden space set up, go to heirloompotager.com. That's heirloom, H-E-I-R-L-O-O-M, potager, P-O-T-A-G-E-R.com today. Once again, that's heirloompotager.com. Well, that definitely all sounds, well, it's, it's super interesting, if nothing else, and glad to see the hospitality in uh, Gotham is obviously thriving. Now, Getting back to the holiday at hand, um, obviously out here to celebrate and, and taking a few moments to kind of sit down and be on the show. You know, you kind of vaguely hinted out what some of your plans are, but, you know, I got to come back to the question and ask, what is it like to see other people dressing up as yourself and your paramour and kind of going out and about and, and kind of pretending to be in that character, if you will? What is it like to see that? Well, it's a funny thing, you know, I think about it and the first thought that comes to my mind is... Who doesn't need an alibi? <laughs> it makes for a great time. And of course, well, you've seen Harley. It's never a bad thing when there's more of her out and about. Only a little more chaos, and really that's just a different word for fun. Now, I do have to be very, very serious for a moment. We're going to bring it down and chat. You see, there was a film that those Hollywood elites put out a couple months ago. And they, they said that Harley and I had broken up. And, well, that's just not true. Fake news, as they call it. <laughs> so we will definitely, well, I guess you could say, we'll paint the town red on Halloween. <laughs> well, it definitely sounds like it's going to be a fun time, even if it does sound like it's going to be a little, um, well, I guess we'll go with the word ominous, but that's not really kind of here nor there. Oh, no idea what you mean. 
Well, I'd be remiss if I also didn't ask when you do go out, um, you know, this is a hospitality podcast. So we want to talk about some things, food and drink. What are you drinking? What are you eating? What are you enjoying during your time out? It's a great question. Really, it is. And I appreciate you asking it. That's what the politicians say, right? So it must be true. I'm a simple man. Give me a good spirit on the rocks. Something high proof, of course. God forbid I need to light it. Just for that quick little moment of fun. <laughs> ah, rum works for me, scotch, whatever. As long as I can throw it and light it on fire should I need to. <laughs> oh, the food. The food, the food. I do love a good meal. Of course, I have a little bit of an aversion to Italian. You hear that, Falcone? <laughs> But obviously, we're going to appreciate kind of any business that, um, you know, you and Harley and anybody else kind of in your party uh, goes out and does spread if you decide to spend your time here in Orange County. Are there any places that you have looked at or anything that you do want to do if you're going to be in the area for the holiday? Well, I've always been a fan of boats, the chases, the sails, the romance of it. <laughs> the fact that you can put a mortar on the front of one pretty easily, actually. <laughs> So anything near the water, you've got the good views and the escape route. Mexico's not that far. <laughs> of course, they owe me a favor anyway, so might as well call that one in. Harley wants to go somewhere a little more romantic, you know, nice fires, candlelit dinner. Hopefully nobody's screaming in the torture room next door, but that's our place in Gotham. So it's going to be interesting to see if anything matches it here. Of course, if it doesn't, I've always got that Yelp account. <laughs> Well, Yelp is definitely something that we deal with out here. Um, obviously, people leaving reviews, customers still being impatient as we kind of deal with staffing shortages and things like that. So I do hope that you have a great time and and kind of tip well wherever you may go. But we we appreciate your um, you know your business out here and, and supporting our community during all of this. It, it really does mean a lot. And, um, you know, I just want to really thank you for the time. Obviously, a shorter interview. You are a very busy man. Um, you know, this is something that I definitely, definitely it means a lot, you know, for someone of your status to be on the show and you've put the knife back. It's not going anywhere. Calm down. Oh, sorry. That's uh, my fault. I won't touch the knife. We'll just leave it there. Obviously for anybody who's listening, just an audio podcast, um, just a little bit of polishing going on in the background for an unspecified reason. So I think we are going to wrap this soon. Um, but again, just one last question that, you know, I have to ask the, the rogues gallery as they are known, the, the, I don't want to use the word villain, <laughs> law-abiding adjacent. How about we go with that? <laughs> law-abiding law adjacent. Uh, we can definitely go with that. Um, there's a cast of characters there. And especially around Halloween, there's such an urge to kind of emulate and, and for people to be the villain. And are there any times when you're walking around at a Halloween event or anything like that where you will see someone dressed up as an associate of yours? And... What is that experience like? Funny you should ask. Just the other day, I was walking behind a very ugly man, but only ugly on one side. So I turned around. I said, Harvey, what are you doing out here? You should be in Arkham, or at the very least, pretending to practice half of a lawyer's degree. <laughs> so he turns around, and turns out it wasn't Harvey. Now, that would have been embarrassing for anybody, but we fixed it very, very quickly because the world could always use more Harvey Dent. So I realized he was wearing makeup, right? One of these Halloween types. So I took him back to our Airbnb we're renting and one thing led to another. <laughs> 
Now Harvey's got a lookalike on the loose, and he'll be playing Halloween all year round. <laughs> that's, um, well, that's horrifying. Um, and obviously, this will probably not be admissible in any courtroom, so I appreciate you being candid on the show, but more so, I, I really do appreciate the time. Um, you know, obviously with Halloween coming, there'll be, as we said before, a lot of jokers, a lot of Harleys, a lot of other members of the rogues gallery out and about, um, anything you'd like to say to the audience before you go, or, you know, if people want to, normally I ask guests, if people want to find them on social media, where can they do that? My assumption is you're not exactly on social media. Is that a correct assumption? Absolutely not. Of course I'm on there. You can find me on Twitter at we rate dogs. I'm sorry. We rate dogs the twitter account and i think an instagram account too unless i'm mistaken that literally just takes really really cute pictures of dogs and rates them that's you that is you well i have an intern now you know people need to get back to work so i hired on some help but yes that's me what else would i be doing on social come on now i may be a great great man of many less great things but who doesn't love a poochie <laughs> uh well that's true and, and surprising, but great. So great. We rate dogs. It, it's a wonderful account. I'm familiar with it. And who doesn't love a picture of a pooch, as you said? Um, well, I, I was going to say Mr. J, but I feel like somebody already has the rights to that one. So if there's nothing else, I, I really just want to thank you for the time. And yeah, I, it really means a lot for you to come on this, uh, you know, pokey little hospitality show. And I wish you wish you good fortune with the obviously the fast casual that you mentioned earlier. Um, things between you and Penguin, I hope clean up or the Iceberg Lounge, and, uh, you know, just enjoy your time on the West Coast. It's so nice of you to say. So nice. I really, really appreciate the time on here. And my only word of advice to everyone on Halloween, have fun! <laughs> it's a great night to do bad things. <laughs> Thanks, Crawford, for having me on. He'll be back shortly. He's a little tied up at the moment. <laughs> Thank you. He wants me to say to everybody who supports on Patreon. Of course, if you don't want to support there, I'll leave my Venmo for you in a DM. <laughs> it's expensive traveling around all the time, but I'm grateful for the time. He also says thank you to his advertisers, of which he could not do it without you. And everybody who listens each and every week. That's the end of that script. Throw that away. Now, if you're still listening, be sure to support me, the Joker, whenever you find me. Of course, don't go looking. Regardless, I'll see you soon. <laughs> the Best Seats Podcast is an original production of The Best Seats. It is written, edited, produced, and owned by myself, Crawford McCarthy founder and principal of The Best Seats. It's based in Orange County, California. It is subsidized through generous monthly donations at patreon.com forward slash The Best Seats. The following are the names of those who subscribed at the highest monthly tier, aka norm status, and allow me to continue producing this show each and every month. As a thank you for their continued support, here are the names. Cheryl McCarthy, Serena Warino, George Pavlov, Eric Lutz, Pizza Guy 92 Loco Lipo, Tim Falk, Burrito No Rito, Jay Baker, Sarah Hines. Thank you for your support. <laughs>